the Sharks finally play a game in their home state. It wasn't pretty, but it got the job done. Let's talk about a Sharks victory right now on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Friday night, February 5th, 2021. It's the debut of... Huntington Beach native Shasa Shemilevsky as the Sharks beat up the Ducks 5-4 to four in a shootout. Welcome to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. We do this after every single game, home or away. We're glad to have you back. It's been a while since we had a game. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans, and, and I see Jeff Ponder from Let's Go Blues Radio. So all hockey fans, welcome on in worldwide. And uh, chat with us and everybody on the page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and of course, find everything at tealtownusa.com. Hi, everyone. You have the Erics here. Myself, Eric Kerr, alongside a guy who also spells his name the right way, and that's Eric Landy. Yeah. Uh, hey, fuck guy. What's up? Oh, feels you like know, it's been a hot second. It's it's been a while since the Sharks got to play a game, and they're they're slowly getting back home. I mean, the, thankfully, after you know an eight game straight on the road trip, thirty five days away from home, they got to get some home cooking for you know a uh, for about a few days before they continue their road trip. And you know, I was ch- uh, tweeting a. Uh, Uncle Darren Stevens at Shark Stats on Twitter to get an answer. And actually, uh, Sharks president Jonathan Becker confirmed it. This is a continuation of the road trip. So the Sharks are on game nine of an NHL record 12 game road trip. <laughs> I mean, at, at least the last four games will be in their home state, Landy. It's a joke. It really is. I mean... I feel like the whole season has just been a hope and a prayer in so far as scheduling and in so far as playing the darn games. Right. I mean, I don't know. At what point do, do you just start to like call out a two week pause, you know, <laughs> or what, you know, exact, you know, just something like that, because quite honestly, this schedule is so, horrendous i mean they've, they've got it i mean i'm wondering if maybe the the pa the nhl pa will file a grievance or something with the you know the amount of of travel that the team has had to do well, you know it, go ahead sorry continue on no i mean it's a it's a it's a record you know 12 games on the road well and I, i'm sure you know I'm, like i said i'm sure that they've got well, maybe they don't have some kind of collective bargained, you know, number of home games or number of weeks away they can be from their families. But, geez, I, you know, I knew the schedule maker hated us. But, <laughs> well, I mean, the tough part is, is that, you know, Santa Clara County didn't help things. And that's why the NHL scheduled them with eight games on the road. And they finally got that okayed. Otherwise, they would have been staying in Scottsdale. 
and, and you know you would have had those two games in Glendale, thankfully. But instead, you know they got to go home. They played on the center rink at, at Solar Four America Ice before they went down to Anaheim yesterday. But my goodness, you know it, it's it's tough uh, to to see and, and but we were hoping for good things out of this game and we kind of got things going early on. You know, you saw Nieto get a goal, which, you know, I, oh, sorry. I think we should make sure it's the beach boy line, I guess is what we're calling them. Long beach native Nat Nieto gets his third of the season from, um, I'm not sure what, what part of, <laughs> of Sweden, uh, Marcus Sorensen is, but maybe he's on the, on a beach somewhere. Uh, and then Huntington Beach native Sasha Shemalevsky making his NHL debut finally gets an assist on this goal to make it one nothing. I thought it was a nice play to get it up to Sorensen and Sorensen fed it over to Nieto for the goal. Uh, and I thought the Sharks looked really good early on in the first period, but overall in the whole period, I thought they looked pretty good. Uh yeah, that first period looked pretty good. Um, I thought tonight the best line on the ice was the Nieto, Sorensen, uh, Chemilevsky line. I just felt like that line was the one that was buzzing uh, all night and really looked like they, I don't know, they, they to me they were the most for, the consistent forward group I saw, you know, shift in, shift out because. Boy, I do have some things to say about that second period. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Uh, you know, it, with it being Beach Boys theme, wouldn't it be nice to uh, to see more goals uh, after 20 minutes? But, you know, 17 to 8 the shots. I thought the Sharks looked really good. At one point, it was 7 nothing in favor of San Jose, showing how much the rest would play for them and not have anything, you know, COVID-worried uh about it you kind of look at it like thinking okay cool all all things are good and then the second period happened (laughs) i mean you had lebanc taking a penalty like not even a half a minute in uh and and then it just get all down there they score three goal anaheim scores three goals you got henrique um scoring off of a face-off which you know contributes to the face-off issues that the sharks have had you, you talk about uh, Troy Terry. I don't know if it's defensive positioning on that one or Comtois, which I thought Jones has isn't hugging the, the post, you know. So, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll let you uh, go on a run here, Landy, but uh, your thoughts on that second period. Oh, boy. I mean... Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> where where do, where do we start? I mean, let's let's just talk about first off, this defense core is so inconsistent right now. I mean, it is so bipolar. And and meaning I think they have the offensive tools, you know, to really do some damage, but they're not taking care of their own zone, Kura. I mean, really. Vlasic is making rookie level mistakes out there. You know, Carlson, there are times he'll flash his speed and then there are times he'll just be like, eh, you know, I, I'll, i you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sit this one out and drink some iced tea, guys, on the bench. I mean, <laughs> you know, or maybe actually I shouldn't say that he's he's drinking iced tea out there on the ice because he's still logging, you know, cl- you know, close to 30 minutes a game. So 
you know, why not? But I, I don't know what it's going to take for these guys to to figure out their own defensive zone coverages. I really don't because they're just busting assignments in their own zone. And that's just that's just a, ma- a lack of men- mental discipline there. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that's on on my mind in that second period is guys you know it's a problem you know that having the far side change is giving you issues please take 15 seconds off of your shift really you you you've got to realize that in the second period you can't be stuck out there for a minute and 30 minute and 45 seconds you're gonna get eaten alive right and and it's just like they know the differential in the second period and yet they still continue to act like divas on the ice and not changing with regularity. It's frustrating, Kura. I, I mean, yeah. it really is. No, I've I've mentioned it on the show before. It's like when you've when you play NHL twenty one, we'll call it, and you're always skating up ice every time you play, and then you're playing an opponent, and then all of a sudden, oh crap, I gotta play the other way for the second period. It's like that. It's like they don't they lose what they what they are taught in the second period. I mean, like I said, the shots were 17 to 8 after the first period. By by the end of the second period, they were getting outshot 21-20 to Anaheim. And to have three goals like that, you have the defensive breakdowns, you you have just bone-dead moves. I mean, and then, you know, we'll get to the talking about the power play which is now 1 for 26. Uh I mean, it's just there's there's little things there where it's like come on guys you guys are better than this it's not like you can just go down one thing and then it's gonna be you know and you know what chris you you make a great point and you keep reiterating when you see mental mistakes and miscues team-wide that's coaching um so is it so so then is it on the coaching staff then that these guys are not uh, you know, I think shift length really, really is not a coaching staff thing. That's on the individual players. And, but at the same time, I think you you look at that. I agree with you on that. Where you know, if you need to get that puck out and clear it out to get those changes, but you can't leave your defense, which I think was on for one of the goals over a minute and a half. Yeah. No. And and Eric, that's why I was saying the Sorensen Nieto and um. Chemilevsky line was the best line tonight because they rarely got hemmed in their zone. They were changing frequently. And, and honestly, I mean, had some of the better back checks in the game, you know, and, and for a team that is what close to dead last in offense, I think with last time I checked, it was 28th place. (laughs) Like, you know, that you're not going to get a lot of goals. You've got to clamp down. Right. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just, I still see, you know, the, the center uh, position being, you know, a real big um, yeah. hole for this team. You're, you're missing a, a, a key center on this team. Um, and, and, you know, it, where's hurdle, you know, where, where has he been? Yeah. And, and that's the biggest thing is where's hurdle. Where's Meyer, uh, you know, uh, we're hearing and you know, we're waiting for some quotes to come out of the presser 
but a lot of uh, fire getting thrown out about a uh, hurdles line tonight about a couple of defensemen being bad. Uh, you know, Bugner is not mincing words despite the victory tonight, but uh, kind of going, you, you in- know what, you, you know what, Eric, I mean, or puck guy. I mean, yeah, you're good. If he really wants to impress me at this point, Do ride ride Vlasic on the pine. Yep, ride ride Carlson on the pine. You know, and and good on Evander Kane for for getting a goal tonight. You know, and and really showing up with the body. But goddamn, I mean, uh, uh, Hurdle, use your big ass. Yep. That's why you have it. <laughs> uh, oh, Burns, he's got oh, the big butt, Matt. Matt Hinky, perfect in the perfect in the chat. Timo played tonight? <laughs> Question mark. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I, I couldn't have put it better. Yeah. And and that's the thing. And you know, I am a Kohler 39-14. Meyer's been MIA for two seasons practically. Uh Timo is starting to get ridiculous. He needs to get his together. I, yeah, I mean, there's there's a number of things. I mean, Hurdle had that post shot in the late in the third period, you know, but uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I mean, it's gonna be tough, but messages need to be sent that that whatever the Europe doing right now isn't gonna be acceptable, you know, and to have this continue on. I mean, come on, you 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 said it was being out in Arizona and on the road for over a month. You said it was the long road trip. Now you got some home cooking. You got a week off because Vegas got COVID. I mean, it's like, come on, man. No excuses. No excuses. And and I'm just looking <laughs> at it tonight. Uh, Eric, uh, uh, perfect example of what I'm talking about here. Kevin LeBanc, 18 minutes time of ice. He had over three minutes of power play time. Eric, you know what he is? He's a minus two, zero shots on goal. Yeah, that's that's unacceptable, unacceptable. And and I don't know if it's just he's gripping the stick a little too tight, or you know he, he's just deferring. But come on, I I mean, dude, eighteen minutes of ice time and you're a minus two with zero shots on goal and you're quote unquote you know, a driver on this team or you're supposed to be, yep. I, uh, you know, yeah, I, 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 this team looks comfortable. It, they it, look comfortable in mediocrity. Well, and, and if they, if they keep it going, they're going to be, be in mediocrity for quite some time. Um, trying to ca- get caught up in the chat while you're doing that. Uh, yeah. I mean, Jerry F. saying, given given their play in the se- in the second periods, when the Sharks get to their first home opener, they need to skate out of the Shark head also at the beginning of the second period so they think it's the first. I mean, uh, I mean, whatever it takes, I think, honestly, to get that up. You know, I mean, Kevin mentioning it again, you know, split in flames in his postgame presser. Love it more than honesty in the entirety of PDBs put together. You know, it's that's the thing is you you gotta be like yeah you're happy if that you got the victory you're happy you had to do it but what something must have been said in between the second and third periods because the sharks kind of jumped out on with the foot on the gas pedal and and i think it was really uh nice to see 
you get the uh, you get like a 39 seconds and Logan Couture gets play from Kane and Burns to to give you hope to make it 3-2 Anaheim. Then, you know, you get into uh, Kanijov getting a penalty right off the draw. So you're like, oh, man, here we go again. He, he, we're, we're just killing our own momentum here. Uh, thankfully, you know, the PK was on it tonight. They didn't allow Anaheim uh, to uh, to uh, score anything. But then right after that, Kane with the pickup streets down the ice. I thought it was a great shot by Kaner to tie this game up at 3-3 going a stick side on, on a great goalie. And Bugner even said it, the best player on the Ducks, you know, John Gibson. What did you take from the game tying goal from uh, Kaner? I mean, you know, Kaner has been in it tough the last, you know, the last three or four games. And it was just good to see him, you know, really motor to the net and, and really kind of score like he did, um, you know, in the first game when he when he was bowling to the net, and, you know, the the kid has got so much speed. He's got the tools to be an incredible player. And and I'm glad that he brought in that third period. Um, and, and he was physical all night and one of the best Sharks forwards uh, on the night tonight. Yeah. Uh, getting quotes now coming in from the locker room from Logan Couture. We play well for a spurt and then we stink it up for a spurt. We're not doing enough of a job creating energy when the other team gets momentum. I mean, great, the, the, great the sh- for the honesty, but here's my thing. If you know that, do something about it. And yeah. if you know about it, get the, get your, get the other guys on, on your team wearing the white jerseys tonight, get their butts in gear because it's, it's, I mean, this, this is rough, you know, and I see a lot of people given Velasic a, some um some stuff a in the chat over. you know yeah yeah Vla- vlasic needs to be delivering pizzas in the press box if he can do that right now vlasic should sit a game that was pathetic send a message uh skylar saying man burns's press conference is so angry uh you know uh, when you see guys like donato and nieto and youngsters coming in with speed that should spark the the rest a little one would think one's not skating has to had noticed that you know uh and ld shark you know you make a good point kane player of the game and he didn't take any penalties tonight mm-hmm. <laughs> i he i think yeah. i thought kane came out with some gusto he assisted on on the couture goal to cut it within one he gets that tying goal burns uh gets in there with uh donato who who donato i mean for I mean, everything you can't ask more for that kid from yeah. that kid i, I mean, mean always motoring always for for all the stuff Doug Wilson's getting right now for what he has on this roster, uh, Ryan Donato is looking like, you know, like a a great pickup for for the Sharks. You know. Eric, you know you know what, Ryan Donato looks like a captain. Ryan Donato looks like a captain. Logan Couture, on the other hand, I'm not so impressed right now. Couture, yeah, I mean he he got the goal tonight. He got a goal tonight, but I mean Couture has been struggling himself. You know, as I'm trying to pull up the his his game log here, I mean he had a goal and assist in Colorado. And but you know, prior to tonight in his last five games, that's it. 
and, and you know he needs to be one of those guys that makes that th- that jump you know the, the the keys were handed over to him you know literally the keys are handed over to him it's his team now he needs to act like he gives a damn about leading this team you know like i don't i don't see he's got to learn that there are a time and place for the for the rod and there's a time and place for the carrot right and 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 i think that that was what joe pavelski just you know had in in heaps you know he could read his room he knew when to to poke the boys and he knew when to like hey you know what let's cheer up we got this the next time you know then it, then he there was a guy who who loved the game you saw it every time he scored he was he was humble, but he was also just again just a a lead by example guy. But not only that, he he was vocal. I don't see that from Couture, and and quite frankly, that scares me. And you would think that would have been the case, considering how how he is with the media, you know how he just goes out there and is very frank. I mean, I I kind of reminded me a little bit of Dan Boyle per se, where he was quite honest with the media and you just thinking, well, I would think he's doing that in the locker room, you know, so, and, and it's tough, you know, and now that it's kind of like you, you see, and granted Marlowe's back and Burns is there. And so they've been there around for a while, but you know, Pavs is gone. Jumbo's gone. So those two leaders were there while kind of Couture was like, like yeah, what they said, you know. But we'll see what happens here. Uh, continuing on, it just seems like it just seems like the whole team is beset by Eric Carlson mentality. You know, when when it's like, okay, I'll play when I want to play. You know what I mean? And and I'm the only the only guy that I'm seeing right now that's really given a damn. Every game has been Mario Ferraro and Ryan Donato. Those are the two most consistent players on this team you know and 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 if i had a team full of mario ferraros and ryan donato's you know you might you might do very well yeah yeah but that's what you need and the other guys need to focus it uh (laughs) and all things considered this schedule is not going to get any better folks i mean this is the beginning of their first of 12 back-to-backs on the season they are playing 47 games in the next 91 nights uh so glad you got the victory granted you had a 4-3 lead after being down 3-1 after playing another sloppy second period Comtois gets a nice goal you know midway through the through the third uh to to tie the game up I thought you know there was a great play two on one with Hurdle and Gregor, and Hurdle hit the post. Uh, you could and you could just see the frustration on Hurdle when he hit that when he hit that post shot. Um, you know, they they just need one guy to just keep sticking out and getting that spark. And no disrespect to Ryan Donato because you're right, him and Ferraro could give a little bit to Burnsy. Hell, throw it to Gambrell if you have if you haven't seen the interview that AJ did with Gambrell. You know. I think check it out, but I think those guys are doing it. The other guys need to get a stick out of their butts and let's go. 
let's mm-hmm. freaking go, you know. Uh, but as for overtime, you know, I thought, you know, these guys, they went back and forth. I thought they had some nice creative chances, uh, definitely playing around. Of course, Donato takes that high sticking call, uh, which yeah. was which was rough. I think that's probably like one of his first few of if maybe not even a handful of of errors that that Donato's had this season. So, yeah. You know, I look at that, but Jones, I thought Jones had a good overtime. He had, no, he this, had isn't, those... this isn't on goaltending. You know, mm-hmm. this isn't, I, I think that the, that the effort has been there with both goaltenders. I've seen just the technic, you know, the technical play of the two goalies have been good. You know, I'm not seeing the shrunken shoulders, you know, I'm seeing a lot of battle. Right. Um, you know, I, you just, just on the, on the shootout. And, and just how uh, Martin Jones has just seemed to slow the game down for himself. You know, he's not back there kind of all twidgety, you know, and, and you know, worrying about, you know, puck control or anything. He's right. just playing with his instincts, slowing the game down. You know, he's going to give up mistakes. Yes. He's going to want one or two back. Yes. Mm-hmm. But again, I think the biggest thing back there is just to have a steady guy. Yeah. Now this 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 breakdown that we're seeing is to me it's it's lack of effort and mental effort from the defenseman first and then you know from the wingers are just not providing enough back check out like I said outside of Sorensen Nieto I actually I, you know in the top 6 let, let's just say that in the top 6 and Meyer I have not seen enough effort in the back checks and, and just the defensive structure overall from the forwards. Yep. Something to be lacking for sure. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor tonight's wraparound, send your donation at Teal Town USA on Venmo. Of course, you can use Super Chat, but we do prefer Venmo as your way. Uh, we would love, we have 51 people in here right now. So first of all, tell your friends on social media to join us. Get those likes up. We need more than 15. Come on. We need at least, at least 25, 26, you know, uh, likes on here for sure. But, uh, you know, I, I like how, how Jones had, had those great, two great saves. Uh, he had like a couple of, a couple of, uh, you know, great saves. Actually, yeah. Two great saves by, uh, Jones, especially on the second shooter for for the shootout. I mean, I thought that puck was going in, and he comes back with such a great wow! Look at those likes coming now. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, um, but I mean, I, granted, Jones eight ninety two save percentage on the night. I mean, he he stopped you know thirty three of thirty seven shots on on this night for an eight ninety two. I just got to answer Chris real quick. He asks, why did 10 to 15 professional players stop putting in effort? Yeah. I'll tell you why, Chris. They got paid a lot of money. They're comfortable. And and with how some of the contracts are made now, uh, they get them in bonuses. And so most of it comes in in on July 1st or whenever the, the the new year begins. So they already have it in there, uh, you know, uh, 
There, there's, there's one I never thought I'd see. Put Balsers in for Marlowe for the love of God. Um, I mean, shoot. Uh, you know, Marlowe did jump up to the second line tonight. Uh, you know, didn't see too much from him. But we should say, and I have some fancy graphics too uh, to, to share, uh, Sasha Shemilevsky becomes the fourth Shark to uh, be born in California to play for Team Teal, joining Craig Cox, who's got the first goal uh, in Sharks history. Scott Parker, you know, the, the guy who... Uh, responded with the fists and jump over the jump over the glass to go after uh, I think it was Brendan Witt of Nashville. Of course, we know Long Beach native Matt Nieto came uh, came to town, and then of course Shemulewski here. But of course, speaking of Marlowe tonight, he does pass Ron Francis on the all-time most regular season games played list. Uh, he is now number five. He will tie Yarmer Yager tomorrow at seventeen thirty-three. And slowly moving up there, but uh, you know, I I see some some comments about Patty. Uh, you know, he had a a giveaway and a takeaway in fifteen thirty nine. Uh, so you know, uh, I I I'm not gonna get on on Patty too much, uh, considering he's forty something. <laughs> so yeah, uh. But we do have a super chat donation uh, from Hockey Mom. She seems pretty awesome. It's Couture's yeah. responsibility. Do you remember the game where Quick went down the line and bumped sticks with each player and then went on to turn things around the next minute? Oh, she's talking about the reverse sweep. Oh, God. Why would you bring that up, Mother? <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, but yeah, you can just see the the way that quick, you know, was a leader on that team, you know, and, and knew when to rally his troops or whatever. And, and I don't think Couture does that enough. I think he can give you an, you know, an analytical perspective for sure, but it's the, it's the motivating his troops that I'm worried about with him. Yeah. Uh, Chichi train, you know, Booger needs to put out, put Couture, Meyer, Hurdle, a bank, Carlson, Vlasic on the third or fourth line. Or the young players and the vets who've been playing great. I mean, been doing all these shows all, all season long. Where we've been raving about more so the third and fourth line. Uh, I mean, it's... yeah, I think that they've been the the bottom six has been more consistent with its effort than the top six has. You know, the top six has just been hot and cold, bipolar, anemic, whatever you want to call it, but. There is, I don't know. There's just a mixed problem here. I think Eric, I, I really do. I, I, I think they just don't have the proper mix of players, mm -hmm. and I think their higher-paid players are again. I think yeah. Look, Eric Carlson was in Ottawa for a long time, and quite frankly, was a loser for a long time in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There were some, uh, you know, the the Ottawa Senators were as bipolar of a franchise as you can get. So they would be <laughs> extreme highs. But my goodness, there would be extreme lows in, in, in Ottawa. And I don't know that he's learned how to win. And, and learning how to win means consistency night in, night out. Yeah. And, and 
you know, as a leader on your team, if that's the way that you're going to play, you know, the others around you, your peers are going to emulate that. Yeah. And, and and that's the tough part, you know, you, you have, which causes people to think after that second period, start like Sleepy Mofas and suck for the number one overall pick. You know, do you start cutting Vlasic's time on ice? You know, you, you wonder about things that happen in the off season. Um, I don't know. I want to get into all the stuff that, that, that went through good and bad for some of these players, but you know, the emotions and getting into things. And I think like uh, AJ mentioned, I think he asked it to, to Gambrell uh, yesterday. Uh, is it kind of like that eight game road trip was kind of like your preseason per se. Now you get that break that week break and now you start fresh and new and it looked again it looked like that was the case early on uh, yeah and then just the hiccups so out of all that <laughs> out of all i, I yeah, kevin lacy cut time on classics time on us for who <laughs> um i i don't know i, I think kanijov has been playing better yeah i mean you've already upped ferraro's ferraro's time on ice I mean, Ferraro's been great. I think it, you know, <laughs> and AJ on, on. Ah, it's so fun to hear people come to my EK65 point of view. Welcome on the bus. Uh, you know. No, I mean, I think I think I've always been concerned about his level of effort. Um, and, and I think I've I've been concerned about when he becomes disinterested in the game. He just looks comfortable looks too comfortable out there and then and then oh my gosh eric he can he can really turn on the jets when he wants to you saw him coming down that that right side wing he wound up that big old slap shot that he's got and he and he's you know aiming for gibson's head and gibson makes a great you know um blocker save but where has that eric carlson been game in and game out you know, where, where has that been shift in, shift out? It, it's it's so bad. He can be the worst player on the ice in a period or he could be the he could be the best player in the NHL for a period. Right. It, it's just it's maddening, you know, and, and he doesn't even do the little things right, like body checks or stick checking or back checking all that well. So you're basically wanting him to, to be an offensive dynamo and he can't even do that consistently. And that's the tough part is that what is he here for? Is he here to be a defenseman or is he here to be a, a offensive minded defenseman who occasionally plays defense? That is where EK 69, uh, can be uh you know the the spellbinding of it all and that's where we got to go for it anywho uh with that the wrap around uh, we're almost to the point where we can call it something else if we get seven more likes um has been funded by your mom which I, if I we love call the other, if we call it the other if we call it the other way if we call it the other way it's kind of weird that 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 would be sponsored by your mom so um, <laughs> you know. no I just like the little incentives you know we dangle the carrot there you know enough likes <laughs> and we'll call it you know we'll we'll do the segment enough money 
and we'll call it the right way. So right. Uh, yeah, we're so gonna leave we'll, you. Keep... We'll see how it goes, but for right now, we will call it the wraparound. Have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I played the wrong video. It's wraparound, people. Let's get to these really quick. Bruins beat the Flyers in comeback fashion again, two to one. Uh, that one, former Shark uh, prospect Sean Corrali uh, scores the two Bruins goals in 27 seconds to get the victory in that one. Uh, I mean, Corrali with a second on the, on the season. I think he's getting close to uh, matching hurdling goals. Or, or for that matter, uh, yeah, and you know, I love how the Sharks are so good at drafting college players and then just either letting them walk or, uh, you know, not even you know playing them like a, a Nick Benino, you know. Hey, don't you just love that? Just remember, Sean Corrali got us Martin. Jo- oh, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Do you really want to be revealing that? Tam- Tampa Bay, uh, rocking their beautiful blue reverse retros. Uh, Gets a win three to one. Former Shark Barkley Goodrow with two goals on the night, including a knuckle puck that went past former Shark uh, Thomas Grice. Oh, so. um, look, another one. Another former Shark doing great. <laughs> uh, let's address this really quick. For 75 likes, we make Puck Guy smile the whole time and not correct anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think maybe at seventy five likes he'll pull out Vancouver. Oh, don't no! Come on, let's get. We got forty more likes to go. If that's the case, come on. Uh, Florida beats the Predators two to one in that one. Barkov, man, if there was a if either Barkov or Huberdo, if you can get either one of those two out of Florida, that would have been nice. But uh, moving onward, the Kings lose uh, to the Vegas Golden Knights 5-2. Mark Stone uh, jumping on there. Uh, Mucho Salt, uh, a goal with him as well. And there, Marc-Andre Fleury with the victory in that one. And that is it for your, well, we're at 35, so 36 <laughs> uh, for the wraparound. Four more, and it could have been something special, yeah, but could have y'all's got to oh, screw it up for us. Uh, I'm uh, uh, Kevin Lacey. Totally agreed about Benino. Yay, Kent Huskins. <laughs> you're, you're welcome, Kevin, for that one. Uh, Rob Hyman for 100 likes. Puck guy drinks Cokes on the air. Hey, I could do that right now, but then I have to sponsor it. That's all I'm saying. So... All right, so good news is Sharks have a game tomorrow. <laughs> uh, they've oh, taken... Wait a minute. Is that good? I mean, like, honestly, I'm kind of scared to see what hey, they come out we, like tomorrow. We are on a one game, like I'm on the team. Uh, the Sharks are on a one game winning streak. Uh, they are 1-0 and in, well, essentially in their time zone, really, and in their state. Of course, you know, 1-0 under the Drew Remenda out uh, oh, there. Now we hit it, of course. Well, you're a little late there. Well, for... No, 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 no. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. You got to do it before <laughs> the segment, people. Before the segment. And that one dislike, boo on YouTube. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Uh, or do you get the, uh, did you get the, uh, I know you're in San Diego, so you kind of get Fox Sports uh, Prime Ticket. <laughs> 
I know, I know. You, uh, no, you have to deal no, with Brian Do you get the feed for San Jose? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Daddy's using a DNS server, baby. So, uh, what did you what did you think of the return of Drew Remenda tonight? I mean, is this? I mean, can we have nice things? Is that uh, is that a thing? I I, would I, think I mean, so. I feel I mean, like this is too 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 nice. I mean, shoot, look, I mean, it's, look at that beauty that's going to be coming up soon. I mean, that's a nice thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, honestly. He has been the thing that has mis- been missing from my Sharks telecast for the last, <laughs> you know, six years. You know, I, and, and and I'm sorry, Hasso, but really, grow a backbone, dude. I mean, like, if 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 you got the beef with Drew, you got to know that your fan base will will adore you, and your fan base will will give you a pass on the season if you just bring him home. Just bring him home. <laughs> Okay, we'll be happy. That's all I'll take from this season, Eric. I'll I'll say that this season's a total success if we can get Drew Ramonda back. I mean, yeah. I mean, I will say this: our audio is better than his audio, though. Um, yeah, dude. Drew, step <laughs> I mean, up, come on. Step up your game, bro. I mean, you have AJ's number. Give give him a call to help you get things set up. I I will say this: I love the chirping that that. Randy Hahn gave him when they were transitioning over to the broadcast teams like hey he f- Drew knows how to figure out FaceTime <laughs> and, and I, I think he was on Zoom because he had his little like name tag at the bottom oh, left hand corner <laughs> but what I what I found funny you know um, it, <laughs> is is that and then with, with Drew's clues they like put, put him in the corner it's like Wow, we're we're really pushing this Remenda here. We're we're putting him in the corner while while you're blocking one of the spot shadows that you're that he's trying to describe. Oh man, I, I just love his Bay Area Emmys just hovering over oh, the man. picture. You know? <laughs> yeah. No. I'm, 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 I mean, honestly, the, those two just—they were like the Sedine twins, but from other mothers. You know, it was just <laughs> beautiful on the ears. It, it was like magic every time they touched the right. touched the hot microphone together. You know, like honestly, I I, I just I look, Hetty, you're doing a fine job. <laughs> Jamie, we we miss you, bro. Right. I mean, honestly, hope everything is okay, and and hope you come back to the Sharks fam soon. You know, and and get everything you know gets settled in your life. But oh, I mean, I think what you know, honestly, there there's two things that that endear me to Drew. First off, he was a commentator that never lied to you. Yep. You know, tells he it like always it tells it like it is. You know, he knew that the, he, he treated the fan base like they should be treated, like they have had a team for 30 years and know how hockey is played, you know, and and, and, uh, and he, he catered to the sophisticated hockey person. But, you know, the other thing that's maybe more endearing to him it is just that he's had so many he's got so many familiar connections to this team i mean being on the bench for one of the worst seasons oh, uh, but from from that to to joining the team as a color commentator uh, you know he's just bled teal his entire professional career and he loves his he loves this organization he loves this team 
it, it's time for the team to show him some love back. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it. I don't know why he was let go in the first place. I well, we know why. But honestly, it, it just the guy has just been such a good soldier for the team, and he's always stayed a fan even when he was on the Oilers broadcast. Yeah, and and that was the biggest thing that the Oilers complained about him. You know, uh, like like Kevin's saying, it's still funny to me that the Sharks love him for all the reasons that Oiler fans hate him. Perhaps also should have been the Oilers owner. <laughs> but and, and that's and the quote here that AJ put putting in there. And thank again, thank you for the quotes, AJ. Um, but the thing is, is that this is right from an interview he had. He's like, how can I praise the team with any credibility if I can't treat them honestly? And, you know, that tell like it is being a coach. I think I saw like a number of times on Twitter today. It's like Drew showed us how I mean, he had that coaching mentality, you know, of of showing how plays work. And you usually don't see that oh, on a broadcast. And I think a, that's a, what... he was a wizard with the telestrator, Eric. You, me- you remember he would mark up right as the as the highlights were coming to us on, you know, right as they were feeding us on the goal. You know, he he whoop out his yellow pen and be like, okay, you know what, Mark Edward Vlasic, what the hell are you doing there? Or uh, you know, whoever it may be, Dan Boyle, why <laughs> why'd you pass that puck into your own net? But but you know what I mean? He he was just interactive. He he was a teacher. And, and yet he had that ability to teach without being condescending. Right. And that that Canadian voice just led to me, lent so much more credence to the to the telecast. Right. Yeah. So I, I it's great to see him. I think it's only going to be on for five more broadcasts, but it's great to see Drew kind of back in the fold, you know, uh, so I, I I love it, you know. Uh, yeah. Love to see it, and Brody's excited for him too. I know uh, they were trying to battle their dimples, but uh, but I love the chirps on pregame. So, but we appreciate everybody joining us on our post game show here on Teal Town After Dark. Uh, amazingly, to see you know with everything going on, over fifty six people watching, fifty seven people watching, forty one likes. Uh, appreciate the uh, the donations for the reach around okay that seems weird but uh you know oh yeah you you just you just gotta tease it just that little bit because you did get the 40 yeah but you don't get the full thing right so because you're late to the party (laughs) (laughs) in case you missed anything you're gonna watch this again check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher whether it's apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, youtube of course hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell to notify you when we go on live on the air soundcloud spotify tune in radio iheart radio everywhere looking for a podcast we are on there just search for us and of course always available at tealtownusa.com so as we said the sharks will be back same bat time same bat channel and you can come to here for your post game uh the same bat youtube same bad cross yeah, same bad post game. You'll get it. <laughs> bat, B-A-T, not B-A-D. Uh, uh, back here about the same time tomorrow uh, as the Sharks try to go for two in a row. Two in a row? Oh, what? What? That'd be huge. And, and if I was looking at the standings correctly, if they were to win tomorrow and things f- fall as they may, they would only be two points out of a playoff spot. 
Yeah, just just saying it's it's how crazy this season could be. And I will say this: Randy Hahn did mention this on on the um, on the pregame show. It's like the NHL quietly added a points percentage slot into the standings page. Uh, so considering everything that's going on, Minnesota's on lockdown. You you got a uh, Colorado's on lockdown. Buffalo is super pissed about. New Jer- from New Jersey being on the lockdown right now, including Ralph Cougar, their coach, uh, being a uh, getting positive for COVID nineteen. One quick super chat donation and John John for five dollars. Appreciate you, bud. Thank you. You really enjoyed Drew. I thought that meant really enjoyed you, but hey, we'll appreciate that either way. <laughs> so with that, we'll get out of here. Uh, Landy, good to see you, bud. Uh, your final thoughts and where the people can find you. Uh, final thoughts are that uh, <sighs> got to find the consistency somewhere, boys. Come on now. Yeah. Um, as far as where you can find me, well, I've got a little bit of a uh, little bit of thing to a pimp here. I have been appearing on the genuine draft with Roe. That's our. Ah, Yes, uh, that's Romeo Oscar Hotel for you. But yeah, check it out. The genuine draft with Roe. And he's trying to like rope me to be one of his co-hosts. And it's like, yeah, Landy's doing the Sharks hits over there for for Roe. So check it out. If you guys love Bay Area sports, um, you know, he's covering all the sports. We went over the Giants. We went over some Warriors talk. And uh, Landy's repping the teal. And he's also uh, he's Better also be. said that he wants <laughs> he also wants more of the Teal Town boys over there too. So uh, yeah, some cross pollination. You know, everybody go check it out. Thank you very much. Uh, as far as where you can find me, I'm on Twitter at Eric Landy on all the social media garbage using my first name. That's E R I K last name L A N D I. All right, thank you. Uh, I'm at Puckey14 on the Twitter, and the Instagram. One thing before we go, we've been talking about all this, Drew and. You know, honestly, we love seeing all this love for Drew Weber. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we love Drew. Where is that guy? <laughs> I believe he's in New York, and we need to kidnap him for the near future. I miss him because it's like, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, oh, I miss that guy. John, oh, John. oh, John, John, thank you very much, bud. Uh, we appreciate you too, uh, Eric and Eric. Thank you. Again, we'll be back tomorrow night following Sharks and Ducks, hoping to go two in a row. And I appreciate you all. Until then, the conversation might be continuing on the Discord. But first, we need to call our girlfriends. Until then, keep it real, keep it teal, keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow night.